I keep watching these um, like food videos on Facebook, uh, and like lately I'll click onto Facebook just to see if there's any new like food making videos. <laughs> but now all the videos, because I think I might have watched them all, so all the videos coming up now are, yeah. are people watching these food videos. So I'm yeah, watching somebody yeah. watching somebody watching make food. food. Video, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of videos that are popular now. Is you know people just eating. Yeah, yeah, like man versus food style. Yeah, or, or just somebody who's got like a, I think it's called ASMR, like the dead high high quality sound, and they're eating oh, stuff okay. that makes a lot of sound like crunch. Oh, I've not it's heard like that. It's like coming through your speakers them. like HD. And you like that kind of stuff though, don't you? And you've, yeah, it's weird because you find yourself like intriguedly watching. Yeah. And getting quite uh, involved in it. Because you like that in films, don't you? When somebody's like eating a donut and you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, mouth. I think that's just because I'm a bit of a fatty and a bit of a foodie. Yeah. Like um, a century, maybe it's like, it's like a century thing. Like like maybe, the, the, maybe you're you're a bit, you got a bit, a little bit of autism in you, and you like, yeah, a, you know what, like hearing the sounds of that kind of stuff. Maybe I should start doing my own food ones. Yeah. What do you think? Scooby versus food. Yeah. Scoob versus food. I'd be up for that. I'm just watching yeah. the, the, one of my favorite YouTube. Scoob, uh, Scooby foodie. Scooby foodie. One of my favorite TikTok guys at the moment is this guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. Or, um, he's from based in New Zealand. And I think his username's like Kiwi something something. And all he does is like, he's a bit of a big lad. And all he does is he drinks, drinks, fizzy drinks. So he'll yeah. pour a drink into a can. He'll pour a can into a glass. And then he'll pour another can into a bottle. And the glass, bear in mind, this is a full 330ml can. He chugs down in one sip in like yeah, less than that. two seconds. I can do that. What? And then, and then he gets the bottle. This is the cool one. He'll get the bottle, and as he's drinking it, he spins it somehow, and he creates a vortex in the bottle. Yeah, I've seen that in some videos. And he drinks the bottle in, like, seconds, and then people shout him out, like, oh, yeah. you know, do, do it with Sprite, do it with Red Bull, do it with cranberry <laughs> juice. And he's... I think I watched one of his videos, like, about two weeks ago, and he was on, like, 100,000 followers. And the one I watched today, I think he's on, like, 900,000. So he's yeah. nearly on a million followers. Mate, we've, we've got all this access to, like, videos and media. Yeah. Like, years ago, we had no access, but we were watching good films, where now we've got all this access, and we're just watching people drink fizzy drinks and yeah. eat food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> good stuff, eh? This is a special, me and Rob. They're all specials. In, yeah, they're all special in their own way. This is a, a special, a lockdown special. We're both at home. As you can see, I'm in my high-end uh, London apartments. We can't see those, Scooby. We're not doing video. Are we not? Okay. So if you could see my background, you'd see that I'm in a high-end London apartment and Rob looks like he's in an orange room with Halloween's. Um, yeah, it's a bit like um, Halloween Town. Out of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so this is a special on A Few Good Men. And it shocks me that it's taken a special for me to tell Rob to watch it. To watch it. I can't believe you've never seen it. Yeah, like, how every, have you, I at your I big think, age, have you never seen A Few Good Men? 
I think nine out of ten times when we've done, when we've done a podcast, you've you've called me out on it. It's it's become a bit of a catchphrase. I think every episode when you say to me, "I can't believe you haven't watched it," I'm I'm like, "Hang on, I can't believe you haven't watched a few good men." Like if you've not seen like some of the f- the films that weren't so popular, or I can understand, but like a few good men, how have you never seen that? Yeah. You must know what it's about. So obviously you watched it now, but yeah, before watched you watched it. it, did you did you know what it was about? Um. Obviously, there's, there's some like there's, well, there's one key scene which has been like parodied and different things, and of people people always say that you know that line. Um, so yeah, when I watched it, I'm like, oh, this rings a bell. So that part of me thinks that I, I, I did see it when I was younger, um, at least partly. I don't know, maybe you know, I was in and out of the living room, yeah, um, and I saw that bits because a lot of it did sort of ring a bell to me because obviously one of the films that a lot a lot of people have seen, yeah. And um, so now that you've seen it, um, actually, I said before that, uh, we'll go into a bit of a, a, a summary of it. So Ooh. for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, so if this is, if anyone's listening, they're quite young, forgive you for not watching it. But if you're an age similar to me and Rob, then uh, there's no excuse, especially if you feel, fancy yourself as a bit of a, a, a film lover. Um, mm. So basically, it's obviously Tom Cruise... Um, who's like a, a military lawyer defending two U.S. Marines who were charged with uh, killing another Marine um, at um, Guantanamo Bay. Uh, and he originally is on the case uh, because in the film he specialises in plea bargains, um, which means that the cases never actually get to court. Uh, you do a plea bargain before it's even started and it's case closed. And he's actually Demi Moore, his fellow actor, who kind of convinces him, oh, wait a minute, these guys are innocent because uh, they are acting on an order, uh, which was, of course, known as the Code Red. And she kind of convinces him to take on the case uh, and defend them, basically. Uh, so $40 million US budget. Wow. Uh, and it grossed uh, $243 million worldwide. So that's, that's US and the, and the worldwide. I think a hundred million of that was worldwide, mm. and one hundred and forty-three was US. Um, so it did well. They covered their expenses at least. Uh, covered their forty mil expenses, so not a bad day in the office really. Cast, yeah. the cast list is amazing. Now at the time, it probably wasn't because there's some actors there that were pretty new, pretty young, fresh faces, and went on to become great actors. Uh, and maybe to try to get them together now in a film might not be as easy as it was back then. Yeah. Um, but just to name a few, Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson, Demi Moore, Kevin Bacon, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, and Kevin Pollack, just to name a few. Um, yeah, the, f- the first four that you mentioned there, um, Tom Cruise, Jack, Demi and Bacon, yeah. uh, that's that's peak. That's like probably yeah. around the town when they were all at their peak yeah. in the mid-90s. Yeah. Do you think they looked a bit fresh faced to me, especially Kevin yeah. Bacon? Kevin Bacon looked like really young. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like yeah, if, if yeah. you look at Kevin Bacon's role in the film, there was nothing special he brought to it. Hmm. It could have been anyone. It could have been someone unknown. It could have been is anyone. He, is, he, is he the Bruce Willis of Pulp Fiction? Because um, my argument with my, my argument with Bruce Willis and Pulp Fiction is. Like he was, he was okay in it, but you could have easily 
you know, put somebody else in it, like Mickey Rourke, and it would have been possibly, yeah. But but with Bruce Willis, I've got a bit of a um, I don't say I've got a bit of a thing for him because that sounds wrong. But yeah, I, you like I really you like him like... He, you like him in a vest, don't you? <laughs> yeah, in a white monkey vest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've got a bit of you know, I, I like Bruce Willis as an actor. Fell in love with him really. Obviously, watching uh, Die Hard growing up, Die with a Vengeance especially. Yeah, but then watching Armageddon, which is one of my all-time favourite films, yeah. first film I ever saw at the cinema, um, you know, so I, I won't really hear a bad words said against Bruce Willis, I'm sorry. Yeah, you've not mentioned the director, is it Rob Snyder? Yeah, um, that's the one. And obviously, like, obviously, like, I keep saying, uh, but, like, <laughs> but like, when you recommended the film for me to watch immediately I'd, I obviously looked at Wikipedia and I saw Rob Snyder directed I remember Rob Snyder he directed Misery which was yeah. weirdly one of my favourite films growing up yeah that just really suspenseful and yeah horrific. yeah so yeah um, what did you so you've seen the film before yeah. you go into what you thought of it now that you've watched it are you Maybe a bit gutted, if that's the right word, that you haven't seen it sooner. Did you think it lived up to the expectation? Um, to the hype? Honestly, if I watched... Which in your case was 20 years in the, in the waiting. Uh, like, when I was growing up, I, there was a lot of films that I, I liked. Um, like you and everybody else, like, you know, The Goonies and stuff like that. But then yeah. I, like, I, I, did quite, I did quite a lot of weird films. Like, I did have some weird uh, Japanese, like, kids' films and yeah. French films and I was like well, growing up yeah. and I love them um, yeah. I don't think I would have enjoyed this at all growing up yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's it's quite an adult film isn't it yeah and it's with it being a courtroom drama um, some people could potentially find it a bit boring um, mm. so if you're looking for kind of action scenes yeah it's, it's not the one um, yeah but if you want to get involved in a in my opinion a fantastic storyline then it's a and it helps if you're into your courtroom dramas. Well, well I've yeah. enjoyed this better. I would have like I know for a fact I probably enjoyed this better now watching it for the first time as a 33 year old than I would have done yeah. as a 23 year old. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. I would have turned it off. Do, 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 you think, do you think it's a bit more of a mature film? Um, I think it's um, pretty much a like I think the film's okay, but I think it's a bit beige. Yeah, like I think it's an okay film. Like for me, uh, I watched I, I watched it twice. Just because I knew we were yeah. going to talk about it, not because I wanted to watch it twice. I wanted to watch it yeah. once, but because I knew we were going to talk about it, and we postponed doing this. I thought, "Oh, let's watch yeah. it again." Um, yeah. And I watched it both times late at night. And for me, it's one of them things. Like, cause I like my art house cinema, like I like foreign yeah. cinema. Um, but I work in a school, and if I've ever had a bit of a hectic day, I don't want to be watching deep. Some of meaning- serious. Yeah, because yeah. I-, I can't concentrate. Where something like this, I can watch and I don't have to concentrate too much while watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. It's a film that you you fully have to get involved in. Um, so, what what did you think of the film? Well, let me ask you a question, Scooby. Go on. Um, can you name me any Argentinian players, um, football Argentinian players, or soccer to our American listeners, between 1977 and 1994. Can I? Yeah, can you name me any Argentina what? footballers between 1977 and 1994? That played in them years or were born? That played for their country in them years. Um, 
No. You can't name a single Argentinian footballer that played between 1977 and 1994. Maradona. Yeah, which is like a really obvious answer, isn't it? Yeah. Like for me, well, the great... We, we would have thought the, so, yeah. The greatest footballer of all time. Like, yeah. like, I don't think there's a debate like, with Messi and Ronaldo. It's yeah. Maradona. And, but, yeah. you know, this, this is for a separate podcast. But uh, anyway, uh, can you name me any other, any of his teammates during that time? No. 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 And I, I, for me, I felt very similar uh, in comparison with, with this film um, in terms of Jack Nicholson's the star. And without yeah. him, it's, the film wouldn't have been as high grossing, um, which yeah. is absolutely crazy. Because he, he's only in it for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I think on a previous podcast we've we've discussed where Clarky had all the, the figures, uh, the number cruncher that he is, where he was only in the film for like a total of what, about 15 minutes? And yeah. he was the highest paid actor. So he yeah, got yeah. paid more for, and I think he did it over two or three visits and he was there a couple hours each. Um, yeah. And he got paid more than any of the others. Yeah. Completely blows out of the park. Like he's amazing at yeah. the end, and he's amazing that that dinner scene. Like, yeah. for, for me, considering he's in it for short 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 space of time, he's com- yeah. completely made the film, and it would be um, much less of a film without him in it. Yeah, even even with the other actors, and this is my point about them actors being quite fresh and not being as big as they were later on, and and, and that's exactly why. Because if he wasn't in it, the film wouldn't have been half as good as it was. No, no. So yeah, the film starts off and it's got this sort of ambiguous beginning. These two yeah. lads are jumping over this military base and they're going to this room yeah. and they attack this other lad. Um, and I think that's the only part of the film where you're not like spoon-fed what's happening. I feel like throughout the whole film, everything's just spoon-fed for you. Even yeah. like, there's bits... Where Tom Cruise is telling you what he's going to do, then does it? Yeah. Um, and that that for me that that goes with what I'm saying. It's sort of it's a bit, it's an easy watch. Yeah. Because even if you yeah. don't know what's happening, Tom Cruise yeah. is telling you what's happening. Yeah. Um. um what did so 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 what so just straight to what did you think of the ending? Did you expect that? What happened? Did you think he was going to break mm-hmm. him? Yeah, because he told us he was. Yeah. When? <laughs> he he said he said he's gonna with Demi Moore. He said he's gonna um, get him to admit it. Yeah, but he, that's him hoping. Do you think that that he actually would, was gonna to? Yeah, because everybody knows that clip. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, probably, yeah. That's, see, the, the disadvantage you've got is that you everyone knows the clip, everyone knows the line, and then you've watched the film after. So yeah. I think. I think that might have seriously affected about, you know, in terms of how how you perceive the film. Yeah. Because you, you, it could even be where you were just waiting for that line as soon as the film started. When is this famous line coming? When is this famous famous scene? Yeah. To be honest with you, like I completely forgot what Clark said, and I was surprised Jack wasn't in it even like more. Like, when's Jack coming? When's Jack coming? And he just turns up at the end. Yeah. And it's a bit unrealistic as well. Like he's not gonna get, he's not gonna admit to. He says it. If he knows, like, because he's an, he's an intelligent guy. He's like yeah. high up in the armed forces. Like he will know what's gonna get him into. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't, like 
Like, I know we was going to admit to it, but, like, from a logical point of view, like, as if he would. I think that's the that's the beauty of the of the writing and the the character that Tom Cruise plays is because Tom Cruise backed him into a corner mm. where you can see clearly that his Jack Nicholson's emotions took over or Colonel Jessup's emotions took over. Yeah. And he was this guy who was sitting there very reserved, very precise with what he's saying and his answers, and then he got backed into a corner he didn't like. And then, as a, as a result, um, he, he was just told, he was angry. Wasn't he? he was angry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like Tom Cruise in it because Tom Cruise it, is probably my next favorite actor after Bruce Willis. I, I just didn't like him in it. I, I feel like he was trying to play the sort of maverick ca- character, the sort of rebel. But it was like, like years ago, I remember watching an awards show. And do you remember a band called Busted? Or McFly, it's one one of them oh, two yeah. bands that was on, and they did a cover of some like really old school edgy pop didn't song. Didn't they? After a few years out, didn't they come together? Yeah, yeah, and, to, and, to and make made it. like a super group of them both. But anyway, my point is, is my comparison. Called, is called, yeah, is, it was called Mick Busted. Um, Busted, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> what my comparison yeah. is like? Are you I reading that like, off the album cover? I just I don't, I don't mind a little bit of busted to be honest. Yeah. Because like, I love pop punk and it you know like, yeah. got, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm not into them, but I just don't mind a couple of their older songs because it's nostalgic as well, isn't it? So yeah, like you, I remember seeing <coughs> busted at, at this uh, award show and they were covering some like it might be McFly, but they were covering some like really old school heavy punk song and it yeah. was it was awkward. Like they're trying to be yeah. like all angry and stuff on stage, and it just didn't suit him. And like, and like Tom Cruise, that character for me just didn't suit him. Like, I just didn't believe that he was this edgy maverick. Yeah. Plus, like, he, he, he's trying to come come across like he can't be asked with his job, and he doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, but what's his what's his goal then? Like, what why why does he want to succeed? Like, what what makes him want to? I couldn't find anything in the plot <clears throat> where he thought where, where it made him like want to. Well, I think, I think this is why. Succeed. I think, it, like, obviously, he's fairly young. He's a bit cocky. Um, there's a there's a short scene when he's sitting, um, looks like someone superior to him's desk, and he's eating an apple, uh, and it's just that cockiness about him. Yeah. And he but, thinks he's a bit of a big shot, but at the same time, it seems like he's quite happy to stay where he is. Yeah. Almost that. Excuse me. He's got no. No aspirations to to progress. Yeah, and I think that's what Demi Moore um, motivates him to do by talking about his dad, who was obviously a bit of a legend. He's he's done a few historical cases that even Jack Jack Nicholson talks about. And I think when she when she mentions you know some of that you you you're just a basically you're just, you're just an idiot uh, a a jerk off or something like that. Mm. Uh, you know you've got no balls. You're happy to stay where you are. And then I think that's what causes him to say, you know, I'm going to put him on the stand. So I think she. Oh, when he was drunk. Yeah. So that's the that's the pivotal moment when he was when he was drunk. (laughs) I I think she I think she ignites something in him. She starts a fire in him, and that's why he. Because remember, there's there's a time when he was drunk. That was when he want he wanted to give up, because they'd hit a dead end. They were going around in circles. It's not going to happen. I think she ignites that in him. 
Yeah. yeah. And then, that, that, that led to that sort of big pivotal scene, didn't it? Like, she was like, was walking in the rain and you got yeah. all this big emotional music and yeah. he sort of, I don't know if he's chasing behind on foot or in a car. Yeah, yeah. He's in, yeah, but then, then, then he says like, oh, I'm going to put him on the stand. Then she turns around dramatically, then doesn't yeah, say a yeah. thing. I'm like, and then, what an absolute, yeah. what's the word now, when somebody just goes dead? Yeah. It builds and builds and builds up. Killjoy. Then it just, nothing happens. Yeah. Like she just looks then, at him. She just looks at him awkwardly. The scene changes where they're all fired up now and they're ordering food and they've got the, the marker pens out and the, the music kicks in and it's all No, bit... but she just looks at him. Yeah. She just looks at him, shouldn't say anything. Yeah. I'm like, this is the moment when you need to say something and she just looks at him. Overall, what what would you give the film out of 10? Four. No, no way. Mate, it's Four. beige. It's, it's, like, it's an okay film. It's okay. Um, for me, like, like the whole Maradona thing, if yeah. Maradona wasn't in it, um, or let's take all the cast out of it, mate. Like, like nobody watches. I, I've yeah. seen I've seen a couple of courtroom dra- dramas. Can't even remember the names of them that are done on lower budgets. Yeah, uh, with with zero, st- you know, star actors and the better like like the actual courtroom's intense. That courtroom yeah. was not intense. Do you not think? No, only at the end, and that's because Jack Nicholson makes it intense. Why do you think? Why do you think Rotten Tomatoes, in your opinion? Give you eighty three percent. It's got Tom um, Cruise in, and I think the audience and Jack Nicholson, Debbie, Debbie Moore, eighty nine, ninety, something like that. It's got all the, these great actors in, mate. He was nominated for a fair few awards. I don't know how many he won, but he's nominated for a fair few. No, I, I just, I just felt it was a bit beige. You got all these like star actors, and nothing really happens until the end. And then, then, then I just don't get it. I don't get like who's the, who, who, who are the good men? Yeah. Who's the good? Tell me who the good men are, Scooby. Well, Tom Cruise for one. No, he's a prick. Next, who's a good man? <laughs> who, tell me who's a good man. Well, he's definitely not the two Marines because if you if you remember at the end, they get acquitted of everything. Yeah. Bar one thing. Yeah. So they didn't get actually done for the for the murder, which they should have done. It was for. It was which for they should have done, mate. Mate, becoming mate. of a marine. Mate, I work at a school. If my head teacher turns yeah. around to me and says, I want you to go and beat up yeah. um, a member of staff, then I beat them yeah. up, then they die. Um, yeah. I'm not getting in trouble. I'm only getting sent out for murder, not my head teacher. Yeah. But then I think they, they go into the film, don't they, about the context behind it and the environment that there is no. within no, the army. Mate. They, and the f- and what no. can happen to you if you if you don't follow orders? No. So it's their own fault, and, mate. And this is why they got on dishon- dishonorably. No, they should discharged. have got sent down for murder because they murdered some poor lad. Yeah. Ultimately, that's what they said. They still had a duty of care, didn't they? Yeah. Mate, you can't. You can't. I don't know if it's an American thing, but if your boss tells you to do something, then you do it. You've the one that's done it. Like you should yeah. get in trouble more than the boss does. Yeah. Like Jack up that Nicholson is. Like, I don't know what the, the outcome with, with his, but he gets taken away. So I'm like, yeah. how come he isn't more bothered than them? Like, they're the ones that have done it. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's completely in the wrong, and he's told them to do it, but they've yeah. done it. Like, why are they getting off lightly? I don't get the, the moral context. It's the commander, because they've been commanded to do it. So? So they're just doing what they've been told? But, but like I said, about, like with my job, if, if my boss tells me to do something that I know yeah. is morally wrong and I do it, then that, that's me, like my but, fault. I should, but, but with do the it. Code Red, did you think, is, like, is the Code Red, were they supposed to kill him? 
Or would they supposed to just punish you and he just turned into death? They're supposed to beat him up, which is like... Beat him up, yeah. Which is still nasty, isn't it? So, so, so what's happened is the death, obviously, was accidental. They had no intention to kill him. So, if you, if you beat somebody up, mate, and you kill him, you're at fault still. You can't yeah, just be like, like, oh, I didn't mean it. It, wasn't the, it really wasn't their intention. They went so, to teach you a lesson. <laughs> it happens <laughs> all the time, mate. People are getting beat up and you, die, the way, just, you know, I'm just trying to look at you from... Like, you like people getting beat up by... Gangs are trying to like mug you, and yeah. they end up dead or yeah. like, yeah. you know, disabled for the rest of their lives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they can't, they can't, they, they, they. For me, I don't, I don't get the moral of the story because, yeah, yeah Jack Nicholson is a, is a bastard and needs to be punished, but they should be punished equally, if not more, because they actually have murdered somebody. Yeah, I think in UK the team would be manslaughter, wouldn't it? Yeah. So this is so. Why does manslaughter even exist? If there's not mean? a difference, if there's not a difference between manslaughter and murder, the difference between the two is intent. Yeah, but I, I, I suppose I suppose you get more years for intent, don't you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. They should they should get their years for manslaughter because that's still a big heavy thing to do. Yeah, but don't forget, at a very very young age, they've basically been booted out of the army. So um, make the kill done. somebody, yeah. beating them up. Of course, yeah. No, I'm. I'm not trying. This to is this it. is because you've been sucked in by all that horrific music in the film, and the, Tom Cruise, and that's what that, and Demi Moore. That, that's what's the, happened the, to you, the, mate. The I don't get sucked in, in by that. In particular, is when Tom Cruise goes to get his usual newspaper, and he goes back, and the witness who can put Colonel Jesse into jail with a statement um, ends up on the, on his back seat. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, pops yeah. up, and the music, like, it's so... Uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. And he's thinking, yeah, I can't remember his name in the film, but um, have you seen how he kills himself? Yeah, he puts, he puts, his, the, the, puts um, his full uniform, uniform yeah. on and, and his sword in. And... But maybe I say all this, mate, and maybe that's the way they felt. Maybe maybe they knew that when they were making it. They're just showing the, the true way of, the way sort of, you know, the justice system and politics work in the, the US armed forces I'm at, well, definitely uh, definitely them days uh, but it's wrong them. because them lads should have got done for murder mate yeah uh, but you, they're always like like all like shown it that like they're shown in a very empathetic way aren't they like you, yeah the sort of film makes you feel sorry for them and I'm yeah I'm yeah, like definitely. and I have to remind myself like no they've killed some poor guy like, yeah well, the second time, anyway, because you know the first time I didn't really know what was what. But the second yeah. time, I'm like, no, they've actually killed somebody. Like, they should be fucking, they should be going down for the rest yeah. of their lives. Yeah. Do you think? Um, would you like to see a, a few good men part two? Where yeah, Tom maybe. Bruce progresses into into this now courtroom lawyer. Yeah. And takes out a couple of more high high flying high profile cases. Yeah. Maybe with some, um, you know, uh, black actors. As you know, portraying some of the, one of the good guys at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Few between in them days. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, a, a very sort of common thing throughout a lot of films from mm. you know nineties, and it obviously is worse of you know the, the decades that you go back. Uh, one other thing that sort of stood out for me as well. I don't know if you noticed that, but like the token, the token <laughs> strong female character in the film. Um, you've obviously got Demi Moore, and she's like really high ranked in the yeah. in the in the is it the navy or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like 
everybody's like always belittling her, belittling her. Yeah. even not even yeah, like yeah. verbally like visually like you said to me like tom cruise is like eating an apple yeah like in front of her and that's yeah. like really belittling so you've got this really powerful woman where, where you know maybe the producers have gone like oh we'll get a woman in this plot because uh, it'll well, really you, you've got you've got the line that jack nicholson says aren't you around the table mm. um when he says to tom cruise that you know it just occurred to me that you know she outranks you yeah because um, i think tom cruise wants to get up and go but debbie moore's saying no stay because we need him to answer more questions and yeah. they're having a bit of whether they should go and then jessup says he just has occurred to me that she outranks you yeah so the film's and trying then, to come... and then he goes on to say if you've never had a bj off uh, somebody in a, in a higher position than you or something like that uh, then well you're just letting the best things in life pass you by so there's stuff like that in the film you know, yeah I really think like the film was trying to empower women by putting Demi Moore in that part, but like the fact that she is belittled throughout of it, um, for me makes it a bit more, bit more sexist than if she wasn't in it. Any, if they didn't have a woman playing that part anyway. Well, again, do you think that's what it would have been like, or even is like now? Because obviously there's, there's a debate about women in the workplace, how they get treated, salaries, etc. Yeah, you're right, you're right but yeah, like, the so... way that, the way it's portrayed in A Few Good Men isn't highlighting that problem. Well, yeah. it is, but the film's still being quite sexist in itself. Like, mm. you never, you, they're put in a powerful position, but you never once see her, in a, you don't see her at all being powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know so yeah, mean. I agree with you, but then I think, I think the film has just missed, missed the mark completely. But maybe, maybe. Like, like what you said about the, the whole sort of uh, racial issue it was obviously you know quite similar women in films back then and obviously that like, worse before that um but yeah um, that kind of stuff well, is I mean, they're better, definitely empowering women is... now aren't they by making actually making remakes of women versions so maybe if, can't if talk about fan, ghostbusters 3 if you're a fan of the oceans franchise and then obviously they made the oceans yeah. 8 i've that's all i know that's um, well, not i've watched it it's all right it's with all the oceans films they're dead easy on the eye and yeah um and to be fair, the lineup in Ocean's Eight was pretty good lineup of actors. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Um, and then obviously you got the Ghostbusters, which uh, you don't want to talk about. It's terrible, mate. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not even. It's it's not funny. Yeah, it's just awkward. Yeah, I think all the all the comedy is awkward in it, but not awkward in a good way. It's they're cringy. Yeah. Um, going back to the 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 issue with black people in films and how they're portrayed yeah do you think that's why black panther was so well received by the world especially people well black people it was like a bit of a landmark film yeah but But finally you know there's this superhero that's black yeah but ain't it crazy that it's too i know i know i I don't i don't i don't get comic books i don't know how long the black panther comic books have been around for all that but crazy that it's taken this long for like a proper i know i know there is like hero-y films like you know blade for instance where the protagonist is, is black but i mean like yeah. proper superhero film yeah the leader is, yeah. is black and it's crazy how it's taken it's taken this this long to do it well it's 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 more crazy that it's taken so on this long yeah but then given the franchise and of the avengers and all that kind of thing for someone mm. to think that you know what, let's let's go with this as a film and it'll do well. Yeah. Because given the the Avengers films, 
um, and the, the other films that come off in the last few years, the standards were set really high. Yeah. And for someone to say, you know what, let's go with this is one of the main films. And it was, and, and, and like, a lot of people did see it as, as a bit of a landmark film, and it was quite well celebrated. Yeah. That, that you know, finally it's happened. Obviously, it's sad that obviously Chadwick Boseman is no longer with us. No. Rest in peace. Um, but, but, but there's there's no doubt they would have made more. I think well, I think they've already announced. Um, I think they already announced it, haven't they? And they said it was for him. Um, one of his spokesmen or someone out of his family when he just after he died, he literally said he was the highlight of his career. Yeah. Playing playing a black superhero. And it's so sad, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember I was in. I forgot to turn my phone on silent and just got a like, Sky Sports, you know, the breaking news music. Yeah, I remember it was really like late at night. It was like two, three a.m. or something like that. But yeah, 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 it was sad. It was sad. Yeah, but yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying about Demi Moore in the film. Like, like Demi Moore, apart from like Demi Moore for me is the only sort of likable person in it. <laughs> Do you like, yeah, like nobody else is likable. Um, Tom Cruise, like I said, he comes across as a bit of a prick. Uh, Bacon's a bit of a weasel, isn't he? Yeah. Like that's, gets this information off Tom being his mate, then use it against uses it against him. Uh, yeah. Jack Nicholson's obviously the big evil one. The I, I, two guys what? are murderers. I liked that scene. Do you know when they're in the bar together? Yeah. I liked that scene because it just shows how professional they can be. So when they're at work, it's work, but it's not personal. Yeah. And in the courtroom, they'll be against each other, at each other's throats, trying to win the case at whatever yeah. cost. As soon as like they're out of the courtroom and they're out of their uniforms, they're back to be knowing each other and they're out of bar having a drink together. Yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah, so just to go back to my earlier point then, who are these good men? Again, Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> He's horrible. He's, 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 he's so he's so he's so nasty towards Demi. She hasn't done anything. No, he's trying to help nobody him out else. All the time. Nobody else could have brought Keanu Nathan. Or and Jess it was such an ego thing for him. Once he'd going up against the the bad guy at the end, it was all about yeah. ego. Um. Well, again, and I think he rattles him too easily. Like I know you're just, saying, like I know you're rating that performance, but for me, that that wouldn't. You know, I don't find that very rattling. Even even the clothes that he wears in that scene. He's selected carefully because he knows it'll rattle Jessup because he makes a comment when he's choosing his choosing his clothes in the wardrobe. Um, but even it's, it's it's going dead, isn't it? So there was a time when it wasn't going to happen, and he looks back at his team and they mm. shake their heads to say no, because I think you know you have to understand the serious precautions of. Accusing someone of Nathan, Nathan or Jessup's position mm. of something like that, it's like a really bad. And even in that bar scene, Kevin Bacon actually says to him, that "I'd like to remind you, if you accuse him of this, what it means for you and what it, you know what it means." So it's a pretty big thing because they're, they're literally shaking their head saying, "Don't do it, don't do it." Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, what is the point of this film? I don't mean that in a very, I said that in a very negative way. Like for me, like I said, like the film's okay. Yeah. It's it's a four. Like you ever watch Prison Break? I think that's a four. Like I could put yeah. it on at night. I haven't got a 
you know, get too involved with it. I can watch it. It's not it's not boring enough where it's going to make me go sleep. Um, but I can watch it and be like, oh, that was all right. Um, so yeah. So so what what is the whole point behind the film? I think, like we mentioned, to show. You know, if if it was that that was a practice at the time hmm. in the U.S. Marines to show that. Um, I can't think of many at the time courtroom films. There might be, but I can't think of any, especially any that were any that were popular. Any that were popular. Anyway, I know now, nowadays you've got your Netflix series suits and all that. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, because um, if someone said to you, you know what, let's make a film, it's got to be a bit of a courtroom following a case. Do you think that was quite boring? So I yeah. think they just tried the tried the best to bring a film like that to the forefront. Yeah. And along the way, they picked up some good actors in it. The only two sort of things that I've watched and enjoyed courtroom wise is the O.J. Simpson um, series. Yeah. Um, which was amazing. And what was it called now about the young lads from New York where the police um, got them sent got them sent down? That was on Netflix. I'm not sure. When they see us. Um. So yeah. So the O.J. Simpson series and when they see us series, uh, like two great. Um, courtroom dramas and the series as well. Do you know what I mean? They're not even yeah. it's like over in like an hour and a half. It's yeah, you know, these episodes are quite long and it's it's you know intense and it's um got loads of drama in it. Um, when I was watching it at the time, the two films that I thought of, obviously I've not watched a lot of courtroom dramas. I remember watching one with Jodie Foster when I was younger. Um, I remember that was quite 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 intense. Um, uh, but the other the, the two I could think of is Liar Liar and Big Daddy. <laughs> um, but you know, for me, like Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler, they're, they're doing courtroom dramas. They've obviously got a really beige, you know, type of film, and they've just yeah. made it made it fun, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Ghostbusters, one of the Ghostbusters is they've got a big scene in the courtroom, haven't they? Which one? Is it Ghostbusters one or Ghostbusters two? I can't remember. Where the, where, 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 where the two guys come out on a, on electric chairs as ghosts. I could see why maybe 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 Ghostbusters and Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey used courtrooms in them them films because yeah. it, it did get something quite beige and yeah um, made it made it made it good made it fun. Look at that big yawn. Whereas in, whereas in a few good men, it's very it's a very serious topic and there's no. Um, I can't think of any of any bit where I'm thinking about where I even remotely smiled. Never mean, never mind, laughed. Oh, a few good men. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not, it's, it's full on serious, isn't it? It's, from, yeah, I but mean, Tom Tom Cruise is tra- like the character. Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise is, is the comic relief, but it's not funny because it's not believable. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, was, like characters like that are funny when they're believable, and he yeah, and he, and he, he isn't like yeah. I, dead obvious. But Jim Carrey plays like the maverick lawyer in Liar Liar. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and it's believable. Jim, Jim Carrey's genius, and he could even like in a Jim Carrey way, it's believable. Like you can yeah. think, like, yeah, he's definitely a bit of an anarchist. You put Jim Carrey in a film for for being Jim Carrey, so you wouldn't give him too much direction. You'd give him the basics, and you just say, you know, go out and and do what you do. Yeah, but he can he can do he does quite all right at some serious like I love him in serious films. The um, Cable Guy. Yeah, and he's in on some sign of the Spotless Mind. I've never seen that. I've always wanted to watch oh, it's that. it's amazing. Like, he's amazing in it. Okay. Um, amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you mean with Jim Carrey. He plays this sort of 
um, very dynamic, hectic character. But then yeah. I've seen him with some serious stuff, and he does. He has got, you know, some skills. Yeah, as a serious actor. So yeah, I asked their Twitter what are their thoughts on a few good men, and a handful of people have got back to me. Um, Ian, but not that Ian, uh, tweeted saying one of my favorite movies. Jack has such a small part, but absolutely steals the entire thing from Tom. Okay. Um, Colin Davis has said, always liked A Few Good Men, but never cared to watch it. One of the weird ones for me. Such a great film that I just don't want to spend my time on. Okay. Uh, and Lynn Spall, or Spall, apologies Lynn, if I said your second name wrong. I, I tell you, but you can't handle the truth. Then she put <laughs> in brackets, see what I did there. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, that was that that was more funnier than any bit in the film actually, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they should have cast Lynn as Demi. To be That's... fair, Demi, Demi, I, I didn't mind Demi, and it's only when I was like, yeah, obviously Jack, um, yeah. who, who puts it up to number eleven, uh, but I think Demi was quite solid in it. I think yeah. considering she was given this sort of, I know she was playing this sort of high-ranking officer. Um, but the way it was sort of played around her, like I said, there was like a lot of belittling. I think she was still quite, quite powerful. Even in the film itself, the her role aside, she was she was just surrounded by men, wasn't she? And if yeah. you look at the names, like you say, Tom Cruise, Bacon, um, Ash from the State Film Office wants to know if Kids by Larry Clark blew your mind. Uh, me, yeah, it did. Yeah, in. It depends on what way he's asking. So if he, if you're saying was I taken back by it and any kind of amazement or the fact that I haven't watched it and I've never watched it, hmm. um, no, it was more the storyline and what it was about, yeah. which blew my mind and took me back. Yeah, it gave you plenty to think about, didn't it? It did, yeah, yeah. Whereas so, a, f- a few good men for me doesn't give me anything to think about, apart from them two fuckers should have got sent down. Does he uh, not even want you? Want you? Does he not even want you to make make you become a lawyer? No, uh, <laughs> I'd be a terrible did, did lawyer, mate. I'd be. I'd be. That I'd, with me. Pardon? Did it? He did that with me. Yeah. I just. I. I maybe ever watched it when I was a kid. I might. I might have like sparked that off, but no. I definitely don't want to be a marine now. Now I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially That's a US him. US marine. Yeah. Right, thank you for everybody who's tweeted in. Uh, big shout out to Ash Morris at the Stoke Film Office. Uh, shout out to Skint Eastwood for the song at the beginning and end. Please give us a like on various social media sites um, at Podfellas Pod. Uh, please follow us on your podcast app. We, we're available on Spotify, Amazon, Acast, Apple, SoundCloud, and various others. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Ooh, yo.